Hello everyone, it's Al. You're about to listen to episode 19 of our podcast. Thanks for tuning in, or whatever you call it. Um, just a bit of a word of warning, the sound levels were a bit low, so you might have to crank it up a little bit. We apologise for that, and we'll be louder next time. Thanks very much. Oh, and I just thought, Tom, don't forget our social media. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, we are at 4BeamCars. Get on there, follow us, interact with us, say hello. Uh, also, our YouTube channel is 4Beam. Just get on there and search it. There's a couple of videos on there now. Please get on there, have a look, uh, like them and subscribe. Okay, enjoy the show. to episode 19 of the Phobian Podcast. Hi, I'm Sai. And I'm Al. And in this episode, we will be talking about <coughs> everything that we want to change about Formula 1. Now, the last four races have been really good, but the first half of the season was a bit dire. So there's still stuff that could be better in F1, for sure. So I've got a massive list here. <laughs> so let's start. Uh, wait there a minute, Al. I'll be right with you. Yes, we're okay. You go first then. Okay. Um, some are just cosmetic, or some are just some are controversial, or some are some are what else? realistic. Oh, okay. Um, first of all, I hate that a manufacturer will give an engine to more than one team. I think that should be stopped. Okay. I think we should be just have one engine per team. So no Ferrari giving engines to four teams or whatever, or Mercedes giving engines to three teams. No. So one team, that's it. Basically, what you're saying is you want to force out any private team. No. You just want Formula to be a manufacturer's team. No, not at all. So you, you want Haas to go and bring in Porsche. No, you could. You can have a sponsor with the team, but whoever's engine they've got, they can't have that engine to anybody else. To a, a sponsorship, then. Yeah. Or you being able to compete solely relies on your sponsorship being an engine manufacturer. We still have Red Bull Honda. Yeah, but then Honda can't give an engine to McLaren or to anybody no. else. No. That's what I mean. So you're basically forcing out private you're forcing out private run, private owned teams. Not necessarily. But there'd be no Force India. There'd be no Haas. Why? Because they all use engines. They all use Ferrari, Honda, Mercedes. So use a different engine? Well go on then. Name what box or I'm gonna name ten ten Manufacturers that I want in, but they will come in as teams. But they don't have to. No, but they literally would want to, wouldn't they? Oh God, I can't be having this argument already. They don't have to. No, but so Lamborghini, right? Yeah, I'm sure they're on your list. Yes, I'm sure Porsche is on your list. Actually, Porsche isn't. No, no, it should be, but not. Right, so Lamborghini's on your list. Yeah, yeah. Lamborghini have got a certain status to withhold to to upstand. Yeah, now they are not going to put. A Lamborghini engine in a Haas. Why not? Because they're not. Because it's not high profile enough. So they come in. They will, come in be, as a Lamborghini works be, team. If, if the engine is any good and they start winning races, it'll be high profile. But they'll be at the back of the grid. Not if the engine's good. Of course it will. They've got aero, driver, money, funding, everything else. All right, you all are right. forcing out private teams. Al is forcing out private teams. This You're ruining what, it for everyone. This is what I want to see. This is what I'd like to see. Ferrari... Mercedes, Renault, Honda, but I love Red Bull, so I want it to be Red Bull, Honda. Brabham, 
It doesn't exist anymore. They do. They don't. But they haven't existed. They made, they made, they just made a new car. Well, new car. It's already made in a shed. I want Bradman back. Like, Aston Martin. Sponsor Red Bull. I want to build an engine instead. Okay. Ford. <laughs> I want the Cosworth back. Bugatti. If they can do a V1 and a C1, they can do an F1. Lamborghini and BMW. Okay. Now that would be exciting. It would be. But then there'd be no private teams, innit? You can have you can have partnership sponsors. Is Bugatti gonna put an engine in the Williams? Why not? Because they're not. It's like because, because Bugatti is the pinnacle of most of the pinnacle of Williams car. Williams was once. No, the pinnacle of car manufacturing. You have got to have an abundance of money to go. I'm going to buy a Bugatti Veyron. As a Bugatti Veyron driver, do I want to see my car manufacturer, my engine, in a Williams? No. I'll just see Williams Ford. A proper British team. Okay, move on. Right, uh, I want the Ferrari car to be proper red again and get this black off them. <laughs> okay, next. To just look horrible. Um, Toro Russell should be demoted to F2. Why? He shouldn't be allowed a reserve team in F1. I think that's absolutely wrong. If that's the reserve team, it should be in F2 or F3. Okay, which most of them are. I know Williams. Yeah, quite nice. So why are yeah. they in F1 for? Well, that's that's no change in drivers after the season either, unless, unless that, that's not Ferrari, that's Red Bull. I know. What was it? What's about Ferrari for? You said Ferrari? No, I didn't. I said, well, that's it. No change in drivers after the season. Oh, okay. Um, should we be uh, less controlled in the crew? So, no, giving you a boost in the last lap. Yeah. Don't agree with that at all. No, good point. Bring the spare car back. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. Well, you can be able to add that more in a second. Get rid of the safety car. In some instances. Never used to have it. Don't need it now. Um, I'm going to save this one to last. Stopping media post-race interviews. I don't want a driver to get out of the car and have a microphone stuck yeah, in his face. Yeah, yeah. Hate it. Yeah, cringe really. Yeah. And also the people that ask the questions are garbage. You get like you, you feel you you like oh my god stop asking questions now. Martin Blunder's not garbage. No, but like if you, if it's, if it's not on Sky, if it's on Channel Four, if it's on something else, that they'll they'll wheel out some old driver. In some instances, there'll be there'll be a an A list celebrity. It's just been pushed out in front of the driver. Oh, is Guy Ritchie to interview? No, not not, not bothered. Is Cumberbatch or Cumberbund, whatever his name is? Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally agree with you, but in some instances, it's just like, oh my god, just enjoy the race, drink your champagne. Just let them get the breath one. back first. Yeah. Um, I want circuits with stands wherever possible, all around. I hate circuits where there's no crowd. Okay. Because it's just. So soulless watching it. Yeah. Um, no one can buy a drive anymore. So if you've got money and you just want to buy a drive, no. You're not good enough. Get out. Okay. Um, no DRS. Hate it. Why? Never used to have it in my day. Yeah, but he didn't have electricity or telephones in your day. I don't care. I just think it's a gimmick. It's just a gimmick. Um, it's not though, is it? It is. It's not. It's a drag reduction system. It reduces drag. It's, gimmick. it's not. Gives the car extra horsepower. We we'll use it all the time then. Yeah. 
don't have it, don't have it where you have certain zones where you can use it. No, yeah. if you've yeah. got it, or you have I've touched on this point. Okay, but just from a different, just from a different viewpoint. I want the commentator to commentate like Murray Walker. If it, if you could give Murray Walker an injection to take him back thirty years, I'd give him it. Because I just want, to, I just want commentators like him. Yeah. Not trying to be funny or bland. Just someone who's into the racing. Yeah. Crofty's okay on Sky, but I can't remember a word he said afterwards. Okay. He's got no huts part about him. Murray Walker was all go, 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 and all, and all that. And it was great. Everyone now, no. And last one. Come on, we all want to go here. I would ban the team radio. Why did I call Smug? Because I just think it's a bit weird, that one. Why? I would make the drive, make the decisions, and make them pit more often. But that's not the radio, is it? Well, the radio would be like, there's rain coming. Or so-and-so's ten seconds behind you. Or you're ten seconds behind so-and-so. Get the blackboards back out. Love them. Yeah. No team radio at all. Um, I like I like being able to listen to them. I hate it. Why? It's just unreal. I and, love and the drivers are being careful, watching what they're saying. Because you know they're on telly. It's just completely false. Okay. Like, can I have my go? Yes. Number one. And this needs to happen, like, yesterday. Get rid of the halo. Get yes. rid of the halo. Yes. You are in the most dangerous motorsport. You're in the pinnacle of motorsport. You're in the top 1% of drivers. We all want to see you crash. We all want to see exciting races. Get rid of the halo. I, 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 every time I watch Formula 1, I don't know how... It doesn't obstruct their view. I know. I, I was about to say that because it's right in front yeah. of the face. Now I know, like when you look back at the old photos and the old pictures, the driver's head's always on a bit of a tilt, so maybe they look past it and G forces and all that. It's going to have millions of pounds thrown at it to make sure that it works and everything else. But just when you're in that that camera view and you're on like, the camera on top of the driver's helmet or whatever, you're just thinking oh, that is horrible. Yeah. You know what it's like to have something in your line of vision just in a normal car. But for me. Formula One is about excitement, it's about danger. He's got a helmet on, he's got fireproof kecks on, he doesn't need a halo. Yeah. Okay. So that needs to go ASAP. Okay, cool. Going down going down that route again of danger and excitement, runoff areas should be shrunk to the absolute minimal. And this again touches on your point of having grandstands everywhere, the grand the the people should be allowed to be closer to the race, should be allowed to be able to be uh, close to the circuit but if I'm a driver in the top top motorsport and I make a mistake bang I should lose my front ring my tyres my suspension there should be carbon fibre everywhere I shouldn't be allowed to make a mistake run 18 miles off the track slow down a bit come back on lose a position or two it's, it's got to be about pure talent and skill and confidence that these don't have to doesn't necessarily have to be dangerous doesn't have to be brick walls anything like that but just don't make them so big bring them right down because that, that, that brings the whole thing of oh he's gained an advantage by going off the track or four wheels off the track are the auntie blah 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 shrink the runoff areas make it make it more enclosed make it more dangerous and put the onus back on the driver to be skillful and talented okay okay cool bring back fuel and what I mean here is bring bring 
fuel and strategy back into it. Now, I know there's all strategy on tyres and the overcut and the undercut and this, that and the other, but there's something so exciting about fuel in pit stops. The nozzle not going on, the nozzle not coming off, fuel everywhere, fires, this, that and the other. You never knew who was on. You kind of guessed, right, he might run for 30 laps, he might run for 15, whatever, but now it's just... You know when the pit stops are going to happen because you know how long the tyres are going to last. They tell you at the start of the race, this compound lasts five laps, this compound lasts ten, this compound lasts yeah, thirty. So yeah. you know exactly when they are going to be pitting. I don't want to know. I don't know how much fuel Bottas has got compared to Verstappen compared to Hamilton. I want that back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going on both sides as well. I loved those few seasons where we had Bridgestones and um, the other ones. Go on, Al. Is that a car enthusiast? <laughs> We had Bridgestones and Pirellis, that was that was exciting. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. Now though you've got these compounds and like, oh god, there's a favour. Yeah, they're all on the same tyres, they yeah. all know how long they're gonna run for, they all know the optimum use, blah blah blah, boring. Yeah. Okay. Now, they've made cars faster. Not necessarily a good thing. They've made cars faster. Um, more more powerful, more downforce. They've used things like you know uh, DRS and boosts and this, that, and the other. But they've slowed the circuits down. And what I mean here is in the in the back in the day, back in Al's day, when they used to just have to draw the race because there's no television or broadcasting. It's so tiresome. <laughs> Take Spa for example. Spa was basically just two streets and a bend at each end. Now, there's all kinds of chicanes in there, runoff areas, gravity. This is all to slow the cars down so the driver can't go full pelt, straight down a, a, a couple of miles straight, slam his brakes on, go around the corner. Okay, so they're giving the, they're giving the drivers all the power. The cars are more powerful, the cars are quicker, but then they're just putting more and more tight corners in circuits, more and more uh, hairpin bends, chicanes. And it's like the, chicane, the ultimate aim of a chicane is to slow a car down. There's only one good chicane, and that's Monaco. Yeah. Every other chicane is like, go away. But it's it's just the sole aim of that is to slow a car down. Why are you making them faster if you're not allowed like allowing them to use them to their full performance? I remember, peeps, faster is not always better. Footballers are faster now. They're not as good. They are. No, they're not. Go on. Okay. Uh, so that needs changing. Slow the cars down and get rid of the chicanes or whatever, but... Don't be giving them more power and then slowing the circuits down. Go on, go on. Better engine noise, better exhaust noise. <laughs> uh, again, you might not get it from a V6 hybrid, but back in the day, those screaming, screaming V12s, even the V10s were just phenomenal. But why have we got hybrids in there anyway? But it's again, ridiculous. It's all about technology on the road, isn't it? And bringing the, that onto the road into general cars and blah, blah, blah. Um, another one um, driving aids driving aids should be kept to an absolute minimum okay I am in like I said the top 1% of, of racing drivers best out there in the best motorsport there should be no anti-lock brakes okay there should be a manual gearbox okay there should be you know anti-stall if you've stalled a Formula 1 car and you were a Formula 1 driver tough shit yeah um yeah. 
you know, none of that. Like you said, pit lane's been able to give them boosts. This, that, and the other. It should all be controlled by the driver. The driver should decide what mode he wants to be in, when he wants to be in it, when he presses, if he has to press. Like, why is there an overtake button? Why isn't a Formula 1 car just given the full performance all the time? Not, oh, well, it's lap 32 now, you can use your overtake button. At the end of the day, the pit should just be there to fix something wrong with the car. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And put fuel in, if yeah. you have your way. Yeah. So, well, driving aid should be minimal. Okay. Okay. Um, only use stewards for the most serious scenarios. Everything else should be classed as a racing incident. How would you define that? Somebody's dead, send it to the stewards. Mm. That's quite defined. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we are all fans of this sport. We love fast cars, wheel-to-wheel racing. The drivers are petrified of wheel-to-wheel racing because they'll either get a 10-second penalty in the pits, they'll get a 10-second penalty added to their finish time, they'll you know they'll, they'll take a grid drop, blah, blah, blah. For the most menial, small things, clashing of wheels, he overtook me, blah, blah, blah. No. It's a bit like VAR, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a bit like that. And it, it, it's going to vary on, again, your opinion of the sport. Some might think it's better, some might think it's worse, but ultimately, I want to see... Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas and Vettel all going at it. All really fighting, challenging everyone for the Drivers' Championship. So what if they bang wheels, racing incidents? So what if a rear wing falls off, racing incidents? If something really dangerous happens, like it was it was Schumacher and Barrichello, I think it was, when Schumacher was in the Mercedes, come towards the end of his career, and he basically put Barrichello right up against the pit wall mm. wall at like 100 miles an hour. that is dangerous that is overstepping the mark for good respectful but you know good racing so I think it's it's good yeah fair enough send it to the stewards but then go no racing incident no they don't have to penalise right, everything right, move on okay I've got two more thoughts of um no starts under the safety car. Yes, completely agree. I, I, I do see your point. You've got the safety car and you've got the virtual safety car. Do they need both? Most probably. Virtual safety car is used to slow the whole pack down when a steward needs to go on and get some debris. But I think there's always going to be a need for a safety car just to ensure the safety of the teams, the drivers and the spectators and the people that work on the circuit. Dull. Dull. Never used to be a safety car. I'm going to put you in a high-vis jacket. We're going to, we're going to go to Ulton Park. Pay me which, nothing, I'll do it. No. We're going to go down to Ulton Park yeah. when there's a touring car race on. We'll, yeah. we'll go there, right? And I'm going to get you as a steward. And when there's a crash, I'm going to send you out to pick a bit of bumper up. Does anyone make them do it? That doesn't mean that doesn't make it right. Next one. That's it from me. That's it. I've got two more. I want better drivers. What I'm being like that is, and you know who you are at the back of the grid, but you don't try. I don't care how bad your car is. You can try and get the best out of it. Yeah. There are too many drivers with crap cars, if you like, or actually cars that aren't that bad. And they're just driving around in a circle and they don't even try and overtake anyone. They don't try to race. Yeah. If you're not going to race in your car, then get out and get somebody else have a go. Yeah. Some young, hungry, 
driver that's just fearless. Fearless racing drivers is what I want. Fearless racing drivers going wheel to wheel. I don't care if, you, if you've been lapped five times. There'll be another car that's been lapped five times. Have a race with them. Yeah. Give us something to watch. Yeah. And another thing, drivers should not be allowed to advertise their own brands. Who does that? Alonso used to do it. Do you remember Alonso with his cap and he used to say Camorra on it? Mm. That is his own beach wear brand oh, and his okay. own sunglasses brand. Right. You are getting paid mega, mega, mega bucks. You shouldn't be so greedy. It's most probably in his contract. It most probably, probably had to be put into his, his McLaren contract that he would sign for them and drive for them if he could promote his own business. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. No. Or if you do, you have to wear goggles. I'd bring goggles back. Don't look at me like that. Last one. When Mick Schumacher comes to F1, as he inevitably will... I hope to God he does. He has to be called Schumacher Mick, like Schumacher Ralph was. <laughs> because there's never going to be another no. M. Schumacher. No, Money Walker's always Schumacher Ralph. <laughs> so he's got to be Schumacher Mick. OK. Well, that sounds great in Scouts, that. Schumacher Mick. <laughs> and that's me done. We could have gone on for about an hour of this, I think, but such is life. I, 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 think, I think 20 minutes and we've nailed it. Yes, I'm sure we've missed something, Dan. Sure we've missed something. Better trophies. <laughs> better trophies. As you've said in the past, better, better trophies. trophies, yeah. yeah. It, again. I, I, want, I, don't, I don't want podiums either. I want them to just... I watched, I watched an old race the other day. I can't know which one it was now. It was an old one. And um, <laughs> there wasn't a podium. They just stood on steps. Yeah, how do you do it in Monaco? Just stand on the step. After I stop all these poncy podiums, where just just have them standing wherever. Yeah. Do you think it's overkill? You think there's too much? Again, this might sound totally backwards, but are we being spoiled now on the telly? We see everything: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Practice, practice, practice. Free qualifying, qualifying this, qualifying that. The gra- the coverage to every Grand Prix starts before I get up in the morning. It seems to be like five hours and then the race and then five hours afterwards. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I quite enjoy it. I think I think the problem with the TV coverage is that whenever a change is made to F1, now it seems to be for the TV. So it's going to look better on TV. <gasps> Do you remember when the Formula 1 was on ITV and he had to have breaks? Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. But other than that as well, I think a lot of changes now in Breaks F1... Breaks in live sport. I know, mate, I know. A lot of changes now in F1 are made with with the um, the video games in mind. So they're going to like that look in the video game. We'll do that. If you look at you look at whether you're watching the F1 on, on telly, it looks like the F1 that you're playing. Well, so it should. But, but has that been done so it looks good on a video game? But you'd say, like, has the Halo been done for TV? Because every Halo's got a camera in it. Yeah, that's true. You know, so... But no, I, I, I think really, Al, we've done really well there. Limit stewards, limit limit the, the interaction and the hold that the stewards have over it. Um, make it more dangerous, make it more exciting. Allow wheel-to-wheel racing. Limit driving aids. Put the control back in the driver. Limit the interaction from the pits. Formula One would be amazing. And for those of you who say, oh, I think it's safety to drive, is they're yeah. getting paid millions yes. of pounds a year. Yeah. Put the lives on the line. Exactly. I would. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would. 
But surely, surely, these people are all old enough to know that they watched Formula One in the late eighties, nineties, when it was exciting. That must have been the draw. They must have sat in their living rooms with their mums and dads and their family, friends, whatever, and gone, I want to be him. I want to be Michael Schumacher. And that's ultimately what made them heroes as well, because every time they start the race, you're watching that and you're thinking, yeah. what are these man of alive? Yeah. How many... that's, that's a horrible thing to say. That's what but you it, made, it made you love them even yeah. more, because, you know, they were, they were putting their yeah. lives on the man. Like, Lewis Hamilton says that Ayrton Senna was his biggest influence, blah, blah, blah. Do you reckon now he's sat on the grid going, I feel like Ayrton Senna with starting behind a safety car with loads of grip, with loads of grip on his tyres with a halo for safety. You know, he must be thinking, what's, what's this sport become? But then, so you get some drivers that really want to go out there and really hammer it wheel to wheel, race it, make it difficult, make it hard, blah, blah, blah. And then you get those other drivers like Grosjean going, oh, it's a little bit slippery on corner on turn 13. Can we start behind the safety car? No. Oh. There should, yeah, there should be psychometric tests that go. It's this way. Mad enough? Yeah, and if they're not mad enough, you want yeah, exactly. Al, are you mad enough? You need to be <laughs> a loony bastard to be an F one. Yes, yes, you guys, boss. I will leave it there. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be back in a few days' time. Yes. I'm not quite sure what the subject's going to be yet. We've got loads of ideas, haven't we, Al? We think it could be new cars. So, I, keep mentioning, I think I've spoken about this three or four episodes. There's cars that I want to talk about. I don't think the Ferrari SF90 Stradale looks, no, looks anywhere near as good as it should. I think the new Corvette looks like a dog's vomit in the corner of my lounge. Um, it's so eloquent. <laughs> I wish I could articulate as well as you. I wish, bet you wish you could speak as well as me. I do. Um, does I've got a real I th- speak to me, I've got a real thing for like what are the best back ends slash rear lights of cars? Um, so I think that's an episode as well. Uh, cars that should never have even been made. Like, yes, that's my idea. That cars that should not exist. The G was the G was iconic cars in movies yeah. the best car chases we have got loads of ideas but what we're going to start doing now because we're getting loads of followers on Twitter now people are coming forward following us listening to us loads the listeners are going up and everything else we're going to start put, dropping these on our Twitter feed saying right what do you guys think we're going to, what do you think about this for an episode and blah 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 and you can interact with us you can say you know, um, we'll have a Twitter poll. We'll have a Twitter poll. Yeah, you know, somebody might say that the the Porsche 4S has got a, an amazing back end. I think it has. But you know, interact with us. Let us know what you think. One of the best iconic cars in movies. What are the best car chasers? Interact with us. But yeah. keep, keep a lookout, people. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Gotta go now. So we'll see you soon. Thanks yeah. for that. Bye bye. Bye bye.